Podcasting services for Jazzin' Around with David J are provided by ASP Station on the web at www.aspstation.net. Hey, look at what time it is. It's time to go jazz around. How about that? <laughs> Come on in. We've been waiting for you. David J here. Time for you and I to go do some jazzing around. This is your very own <laughs> weekly jazz magazine on the radio. as you might have heard before, it probably is America's most informative, distinctive, and certainly unique jazz radio program. And uh, we'd like to think that it's the most fun jazz radio program you'll have around, too. Definitely not your father's or your uncle's old jazz show, <laughs> for sure. Each and every week we share with you the latest albums and occasional pre-release selection of an upcoming album. Artist features, interviews, jazz history, the latest in jazz news. And when we have it, which hasn't been much recently, a look at our regional club and concert scene for the tri-state area. And in the second hour, jazz festivals on our watch. But the centerpiece of the program in the second hour is, of course, the Jazz Week chart. The only place you'll hear a countdown of a sampling of the top 50 jazz recordings that are making the playlists on jazz radio stations all across the country. And, of course, the exciting new stuff we're finding for you all the time. Each week, Jazz and Around comes to you from our... Thankfully, warm, comfortable, and cozy subterranean jazz den here in Pittsburgh. Podcast hosting services generously provided by ASP Station. Find out more about them, see their website at ASPStation.net. And broadcast on Sundays by WNJR, WSPR, KWLC, Boston Free Radio, and WWFM Jazz on 2. And, of course, the most important element of the program is you. That's why we've got these comfortable seats here for you. Did keep the fireplace on again this week. It's really necessary this time of year here. Uh, of course, the, the festive atmosphere is a little bit on the gone side now. We don't have the uh, uh, Christmas decorations aren't up. The tree is down. and the, the, the lights are a little bit more subdued. But we do have the candles over on the on the the, the mantel top above the fireplace. And, of course, as you might expect, the buffet table is also now open. Some freshly brewed tea there, too, for you. Taking a look at what's going on this week in the world of jazz. The news is, well, it's pandemic-related, of course. Well, most of it, anyway, but uh, not a lot of it is good. You might already be aware this year's Grammy Awards have become another semi-casualty of COVID-19. The annual peer-voted music awards usually presented around about this time, this very time, right? Have been rescheduled 
for Sunday evening, March 14. Well, actually, it's Sunday afternoon, but you won't see those. <laughs> you won't see those. CBS TV will show you the evening ceremonies, which are like the top 10 or 12 of the so-called general or more popular categories. But uh, you won't see most of them. You won't see most, you won't even hear about most of the awards unless you're checking online. Starting, I think, at uh, 5 in the afternoon, 5.30, something like that. Anyway, that's coming up March 14, so look for that. This is not good news. New York City's unofficial Chapel of Jazz. St. Peter's Church on the corner of 54th and Lexington has incurred some apparently serious water damage. Debilitating water damage. A recent water main break a couple weeks back has caused what has been described as significant flooding to the below ground facility. Are you ready for this? I do warn you, these next few descriptions may disturb you greatly. Reportedly two to three feet of water flooded the sanctuary, the offices and lower levels, plus almost beyond reasonable repair have destroyed the church's organ and grand piano. Ooh, that pains me to report that. Even sadder in a cultural sense though was damage to the John Coltrane and Billy Strayhorn collections which were housed there. Oh, my gosh. That is disturbing. Since COVID-19 gathering restrictions, the church had been conducting its virtual Jazz Vespers service, now called Jazz for All online, and other of their services. However, St. Peter's now is forced to cancel all of its events until further notice. It's just... Awful. It's horrible. Pastor Fabian Arias estimates that repairs will cost well over a million dollars. I know there aren't many visitors to New York City these days. Certainly not as in years past. And even the folks in New York aren't getting around. But this, not just from a religious sense or spiritual sense, but for jazz and cultural sense. Oh. This is just awful. Arva being a reporter here, though, is letting you know that it's there. Jeez. On the slightly brighter side, Chicago favorite jazz son Ramsey Lewis has announced his second season of monthly performances being webcast directly from his home. Lewis has formerly retired from public performance, but he had started his music service from home oh, sometime last year, during 2020, during the pandemic. He does charge for it, but he also provides a portion of the proceeds for the benefit of the Jazz Foundation of America. Some good in there, too, huh? Real good. His first recital or concert was yesterday. Uh, He will present one each month on February and March 27th, on April 24, 
May 29, then right on through late December, each one with a different theme. Each of the solo performances does have a $20 admission slash donation. So just be aware of that, but it is going, at least a good portion of that, going for a good cost. An ambitious and even landmark new recording being released by the Smithsonian Jazz Masterworks Orchestra. The album's title is succinct and definitely descriptive. It's called Bernstein Reimagined. The orchestra takes on none of the well-known and popular Bernstein pieces, none of the West Side Story things. However, it does focus on mostly lesser-known and rarely heard Bernstein compositions and does recast them all in a new jazz light. Orchestra director Charlie Young utilized the talents of five different arrangers on it. So these aren't house arrangers, these are specially invited. Jay Ashby, Daryl Brenzel, Scott Silbert, Mike Tamaro, and Steve Williams. That album uh, was just released Thursday of this past week. So it's now available. We'll have a little preview of that for you here uh, in a little bit. Speaking of New York City and the unfortunate destruction of St. Peter's, one of the big attractions for jazz fans who do live in or around New York, or certainly who visit New York this time of year, has been Jazz Winterfest. But this year they're taking a different, different approach. The 17th annual Winter Jazz Fest is continuing series of some real and open, but mostly virtual events presented through March. How about that? Holy, almost the whole winter. The events include lectures, panels, presentations, and a handful of performances too. All events this year, because they are virtual, are free of charge. For more information on them, as they are announced, go to their website, winterjazzfest.com. Well, even though we do have some very sad, disturbing news about St. Peter's Jazz Chapel in New York, we don't have any obits to pass along. No last calls this week. At least that's a slightly positive note, right? But we do have birthdays to celebrate and past, past passings. So we'll celebrate those when we come back in a moment and got some, wow, got a whole stack. You see that over there over on the table? Got a whole stack of new things these past couple of weeks that are pretty exciting. Stay tuned, and we'll collect all that stuff and have it for you in just a moment. So please, take a cup of tea and enjoy the buffet table. Jazzing Around continues in a moment.
My name is Dr. Tony Fauci here at the National Institutes of Health. If you've recovered from COVID-19, your plasma has antibodies that may help others fight COVID. Please donate plasma now. You can literally save lives. There are thousands of locations across the country where you can donate. Find the site to donate your plasma at coronavirus.gov. Produced by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services at taxpayer expense. This is Diane Lane. If you're thinking of exercising to keep more fit, that's great. But be sure to do it right. Give your body a chance to warm up before exercising and to cool down afterwards. Learn the correct way to run, lift, or to do any of the movements in your program. Don't push yourself harder or faster than your body is ready for. Exercising properly can make you more fit, more relaxed, and generally healthier. Carelessness or abuse can do just the opposite. So be careful. A message from the Will Rogers Institute. WRInstitute.org. Factory default passwords for computers, tablets, and smartphones may expose your devices to hackers. So create your own passwords with at least eight characters containing a combination of upper and lowercase letters, numbers, and symbols. For added security, consider using password management services, which are often available for free. A public service message from the Consumer Electronics Association. When Americans volunteer to serve their country, their country promises to take care of them when they come home. Paralyzed Veterans of America works with veterans and their families to make sure they get all that they were promised. You can help. Visit pva.org. Going to go back a ways to celebrate this first birthday today of Isham Jones from 1894. Yeah, he gave us this one. Newman doing the Isham Jones composition, maybe, maybe his best-known composition for that matter, but that's not the only thing he gave us. He also gave us I'll See You in My Dreams. Uh, The one I love belongs to someone else. There is no greater love. And maybe his biggest hit all the way back in World War I, what they called the Great War. Yeah, interesting, they couldn't have imagined anything worse than that, huh? (laughs) <laughs> Little did they know at the time. Anyway, uh, he did We're in the Army Now, one of his hits from World War One. Remember that? You know, We're in the Army Now. That way. And also Wabash Blues, maybe his biggest contemporary hit at the time. Anyway, it was a million, a million seller 
a big, big hit. One of the most popular dance bands of the 1920s and 30s was led by Isham Jones. Uh, 1894 from Colton, Ohio, passed away in 1956. Our first birthday to celebrate here today. It's not actually this week. It's, it was literally yesterday, but I can't get anywhere near a birthday for Roger Humphreys and not celebrate it. Dwayne Dolphin's kind of uh, modulation and uh, iteration of John Coltrane's Giant Steps for something Dwayne calls the next step. Roger Humphreys and his RH Factor swinging here. Underrated, underrecognized player. Woo! Loose to loot on tenor there. Dr. Jamie Moore at the trumpet. Max Lee on piano and Mr. Double D himself. Dwayne Dolphin on the bass. Roger Humphreys leading his powerful RH Factor celebrating his birthday yesterday. There's just nobody, nobody plays quite like Roger Humphreys. Uh, I was in New York, oh, uh, no, not that long ago, actually, two or three years ago. This is not like ancient history, but uh, I was looking at a band, uh, Lena Pellet and her band, playing downstairs at uh, Fat Cat, right? And uh, the drummer, uh, who's the drummer? Benny, not Benny Green, um, Bertie Green? Um Anyway, he's a veteran cat. He's been around for a long time. And I was talking to him. He heard that I was from Pittsburgh. And he said, oh, man, you're from Pittsburgh. No kidding. Uh, is Roger, Roger Humphrey still there, isn't he? I mean, he knew about him, man. And great story, too, from Roger's tribute concert. We had a birthday, uh, kind of a birthday. It was Maybe it was, what, 70th birthday? Maybe his 75th birthday? At James Street Tavern. Though, you know, again, obviously a few years back. Roger is now turning, oh, what, 77? Yeah, 77. Maybe Probably his 70th birthday, maybe 75th birthday, a couple of years back. Anyway, all these local musicians and all his big fans were all crowding this place, and Roger was playing just super. All the musicians there wanted to play with Roger, just wanted to have a chance to get up on stage and share the, share the music with him. And uh, as we were kind of hanging around, in walks Victor Lewis, right? The great, the great drummer Victor Lewis, and he was sitting at a table in the back talking to some cats. And uh, Roger, who's on the microphone, said, "Hey, look, you know, there's Victor Lewis in the back, man. Wow, hey, great to see you, man. Thanks for showing up. Why don't you come on up here and play a tune or two?" And Victor Lewis, the great Victor Lewis, stood up at the table waving his hands and you know in hello but saying nah it's okay roger i come here to listen to you i don't get a chance to do that very often i want to hear you play yeah that was victor lewis 
So yeah, Roger may not be well known around the country, other you know, other than maybe his years with with Ray Charles and Stanley Turrentine, Shirley Scott, and Houston Person and McDuff and so forth. But he is extremely well known and in high regard with every serious jazz drummer in the world, and uh, we're very proud to have him here in town with us. So uh, happy birthday, Roger! I c- could be happier for you. Still healthy, still playing. Uh, saw him, did see him a couple of months ago playing um, at Tim Stevens' uh, BPEP Jazz All-Star event. And uh, he just, again, he might be 77, but boy, he's playing like a 17-year-old. It's just amazing. Another birthday from yesterday to celebrate. And another Pittsburgher, too. Mr. Roy Eldridge, the guy they called Little Jazz, who always played a whole lot of jazz. Roy Eldridge Band with him just burning there on trumpet on a piece he uh, wrote put together called a Minor Jive uh, the late great Roy Eldridge they called him Little Jazz because he was like five foot four or something but oh my god the sound that came out of his horn was just enormous it was gigantic Uh, one of the great truly one of the really great not only great Pittsburghers but one of the great inspiring and influential musicians in the 20th century. Um, passed away in 1989. Oh, wow. Virtuoso, true jazz virtuoso, uh, the great Royal Rich. Happy birthday to his memory yesterday as well. Got a birthday uh, celebrated, uh, was also yesterday? No, I think it's this week, right? Uh, on Monday, February 1st, from New Brunswick, New Jersey. He might not have been known as Father Hines, but he, James P. Johnson, might well have been the father of most jazz pianists. This one from 1944, his own composition, it's simply called Riffs.
Ticklers. In those days, I guess they called them. Truly one of the masters of stride, pre-stride piano, hot jazz. Uh, James P. Johnson. Uh, he kind of set the tone for much of the later piano, jazz piano artistry. And I, I think he may have even, I, he was certainly a contemporary of um, uh, Jelly Roll Morton. I don't know if he was a precursor to Jelly Roll or not, but certainly they were contemporaries. That one particularly from 1944, recording of James P. Johnson out of New Brunswick, New Jersey. Passed away in 1955. Also, another pianist celebrating a birthday this week, or would have been celebrating a birthday this week. Tomorrow would have been the birthday of Joe Sample, one of the founding members, the charter members of the Jazz Crusaders. This from one of his solo albums in 1996. style that's just got all the depth of the Mariana Trench in it. <laughs> Joe Sample from Old Places, Old Faces, his 1996 recording with his premier trio, bassist Jay Anderson and the multi-percussionist Lenny Castro. Fortunate enough to be able to see that particular trio up in Buffalo, uh, about that time, right about that same time. And this is, uh, again, just kind of referring a little bit to a statement I've made so many times during this pandemic. All these virtual events, you know, Ramsey Lewis's events and the uh, the stuff Mark Morganelli is doing and uh, the Jazz Foundation and uh, Dave Stryker's stuff, and all the things that so many artists are doing live from home or from their home studios or just from studios. Even the stuff that's coming out of Smalls in New York and uh, the Keystone Corner, the new Keystone Corner in Baltimore, all these virtual things that are being done, yeah, yeah, they're all live and yeah, they're all being performed simultaneously in these locations. But there's, it's not the same thing for me as a listener. Uh, it, it's good. I mean, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll watch a lot of them, but you know, I've seen jazz on TV for 50 years, right? It, it's great. But I, that performance, that live performance in Buffalo with Joe Sample, Jay Anderson, and Lenny Castro, I remember like it was two weeks ago. Uh, another uh, One of those unforgettable live performances that just touches you so deeply when you're in its presence. 
the vibrations, the, the sounds, the feelings, the sensations of, of that level of talent live, just within feet of you. Can't do that virtually. That, there's just no, no translation. It does, does not translate. Anyway, that's called Black and White from Joe Sample's Old Places, Old Faces album. It would have been Joe Sample's uh, 82nd. Oh, my, really? Yeah, he would have been 82 tomorrow. Uh, I think uh, Sticks Hooper, I think, is the last. Is he the last of the Crusaders left? I think so. We do have a passing to mark here. Uh, or is it a birthday? Uh, well, there is a passing. We'll get there in a moment. But there is also a birthday to recognize for today. It is Langston Hughes. I understand Langston Hughes was not a noted jazz musician, but he was, in a sense, a jazz, jazz-ish writer and poet. And his lyrics have been used for, you know, many a jazz event. This is a a recording from the 1960s. Langston Hughes was still alive. He provided the, 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 the script, the wording, and Jack Kerouac did the reading. Let's listen to the blues montage, the words, the poetry, the language of Langston Hughes, being read by Jack Kerouac. Satin. This is what I'm gonna sing. The sun's a satin. This is what I'm gonna sing. I feel the blues are coming. Wonder what the blues will bring. got those sad old weary blues I don't know where to turn I don't know where to go Nobody cares about you when you sink so low What shall I do? What shall I say? Shall I take a gun and put myself away? I wonder if one bullet would do hard as my head is, it would probably take two. But I ain't got neither bullet nor gun, and I'm too blue to look for one. Unfortunately, I don't have credits or accurate credits on everything there. Uh, I don't, I'm not so sure, I don't think that was Langston Hughes actually doing the voice there. I think that was Jack Kerouac. But Leonard Feather is also credited there. He may be playing the piano. He might have been producing that session uh, from the 1960s. It's called the Blues Montage uh, from a collection called the Beat Generation. 
Uh, I need to look further into that to get the exact credits for you at some point, but uh wanted you to hear that on Langston Hughes' birthday today. He may have been 120 or 119. <laughs> Either 1901 or 1902. I think his birth date is uh, still in question. Passed away in 1967, a major figure in the Harlem Renaissance. One more to do that's uh, a passing uh, to, to note. Passed away 17, no, 18 years ago. 18 years ago on Monday. The legendary Mongo Santa Maria. The Havana-born Mongolero and band leader. Talk about an influence. Wow. his own composition, Mango Santa Maria. That's called Parati. Parati. I think I physically laughed, almost <laughs> almost blurted a uh, hearty, hearty laugh out loud first time I saw Blazing Saddles and the, the Mango Santa Maria <laughs> reference came in and I just about shrieked. Oh, hilarious, hilarious, uh, Mel Brooks. The great legendary Mongo Santa Maria. Never got a chance to see that band or that band play, but uh, what a fan. Loved his records. Everyone looked forward to playing um, playing a new and sharing it on the air. It's just uh, every, every record was a new and exciting event. Loved that man's music. Happy birthday to the memory. Or, I'm sorry, not the birthday. This is the passing. That's right, the passing of Mongo Santa Maria in 2003. He was 85. David J. here. We're jazzing around with you. This is the last call for January 2021, uh, moving into Black History Month in February uh, in our next program. We'll be featuring uh, particularly those birthdays of African-American heritage, significant in the music, well, and otherwise as well, too, though. Moving along with some new things this week. Told you we got a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of new things coming up. And uh, just so exciting. Uh, this album we'd mentioned to you earlier, being released by MCG Jazz. It's the Smithsonian Jazz Masterworks Orchestra. Their new album, an ambitious thing called the Bernstein, well, actually called the Ber Bernstein Reimagined. Reimagined. And they're going into the Bernstein catalog that does not include West Side Story. Let's listen to a little bit of a sampler of three pieces. We'll give you those pieces in a moment. You probably won't recognize. I didn't recognize any of them. You might, but I didn't recognize any of them. From the new album by the Smithsonian Jazz Masterworks Orchestra, this is music of Leonard Bernstein. Thank you. 
that particular piece called Times Square Ballet. The Times Square Ballet. The piece in the middle called Morning Sun. And uh, the opening little sampler on there, Dance of the Great Lover. The Smithsonian, <laughs> it's easy, easy for you to say. The Smithsonian Jazz Masterworks Orchestra from their brand new release just out a couple of days ago, actually. Bernstein reimagined the music of Leonard Bernstein that you don't know, <laughs> basically, right? Uh, and, and really some fine arrangers on there. Uh, good friends again, uh, Jay Ashby and uh, Mike Tamaro, uh, also Stephen Williams, and I uh, forgot who the other two were, but there are five different arrangers taking on the music of Leonard Bernstein and turning them into Smithsonian jazz masterworks. <laughs> really good stuff. David J. here, jazzing around with it. There's really, uh, there has not really been much of anything going on live for, what, all, all, for a year now, all, almost a year. Maybe nine or ten months for sure. And the closings and the restrictions still remain. Uh, it, yeah, that's a bad thing, but it's not a bad thing in the sense that yeah, who wants to go out into public? Especially at a, at a bar, a, a, a pub, a grill, a cafe, and have to have your mask off. And You, know, you can do that here, of course, in our subterranean jazz den. But you can't do that out in public, right? And so the jazz live thing is just pretty much, pretty much not happening and hasn't been for such a time. Yes, there are artists who are doing live things for you from their studios or their, maybe their club or cafe or maybe their home studio. It's not the same thing, but please, I mean, don't follow my practice. Do take advantage of it. Enjoy them. Log on to them. Stream them. Download them if you can. And certainly pay for them if they ask you to. Because these musicians don't have much else to do to make money from us and so it's really important or make a donation make a severe donation to any one of the many funds including the jazz foundation of america's fund to support musicians during this awful financial time do what you can to support them buy their records for sure do what you can to support live jazz musicians because they got to earn a living too, you know. And that's important. That's what I got for you today, really. We'll come back in a moment with more of these brand new exciting albums for you. And a couple more birthdays too. When Jazzing Around continues in a moment. Shoplifting and stealing from your neighbors is morally and ethically wrong. The same goes for stealing from Social Security. If you suspect someone is committing Social Security fraud, report it online at http colon slash slash oig.ssa.gov slash report or call the Social Security Fraud Hotline at 1-800-269-0271. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. If you have traveled to a country with a widespread outbreak of COVID-19, 
CDC recommends you stay home and check your health for 14 days after returning to the United States. Take your temperature with a thermometer two times a day. Watch for symptoms like fever, cough, and trouble breathing. And if you feel sick or have symptoms, call ahead before you go to a doctor's office or emergency room. Tell the doctor about your recent travel and your symptoms and avoid contact with others. For more information, visit cdc.gov. Hi there, I'm Joshua Redman. One of the great things about music is how it brings people together. Kids like to hang out, listen to music, and talk about what's happening on the music scene. And playing instruments and singing provides a way for young people to get together and interact in a cooperative and respectful way. Kids who play in school ensembles understand that every part has to work together for the result to be the magical art we call music. Your local school music program provides a golden opportunity for a child to experience the rewards of learning music. Why not pay a visit to the music teacher to find out what's going on? Get your kids involved with school music. A PSA brought to you by the National Association for Music Education. Indeed. And a happy birthday, by the way, too, tomorrow to Joshua Redman, <laughs> celebrating his 52nd, right? 52nd birthday. He's becoming one of the jazz elders nowadays, seems like. Uh, and, you know, what did this happen? <laughs> sort of, right? Uh, music of Joshua Redman. Uh, this is a previous album from about a year back, but uh, it's just uh, an impressive one. Didn't get as much airplay as I would have expected it. A Christian McBride piece entitled Floppy Dis. From his Round Again recording, which did manage to get two Grammy nominations. From his Round Again album, which surprisingly, again, I think it barely made the top 20. I certainly don't think it made the top 15 or top 10. Uh, But a really excellent album to the point where it got uh, two, I think, right? Two Grammy nominations this year. We'll see if he gets a statue, if he gets the, the actual statue, or just a certificate come March 14th. Happy 52nd birthday to Joshua Redman, who is not only a gifted saxophonist, multi-saxophonist, and composer, band leader, but a summa cum laude graduate of Harvard. <laughs> yes, that's true. It's amazing uh, for Joshua Redmond. More brand new music. Uh, Dave Stryker's got a new one out uh, called Baker's Circle using his organ quartet. This is the old Lloyd Price hit called Trouble. Dave Stryker. 
with his organ quartet featuring Jared Gold and Walter Smith III. That's no trouble at all. Man. That's good stuff. Dave Stryker with his quartet and McClenty Hunter laying down that shuffle drum beat behind. That's real good stuff. Baker's Circle, brand new album from Dave Stryker. Man, he may not be playing live gigs these days. Concerts, club dates, and traveling and touring. But man, he's been doing a lot of good recording most recently. Uh, newest from Dave Stryker. I'm sure we'll hear that on the charts and Probably a top five album for him coming up as well, too, I would suspect. This is brand new from the Jazz, the 14, the 14 Jazz Orchestra. New album called Cartoon Bebop. This is an Airto composition, Misturada from Airto Moriera. Dan Bonsanti and the 14 Jazz Orchestra. Jazz Orchestra, Ed Calle, Cisco Dimas, and uh, Dan Bonsanti and Company. Hmm. Oh, <clears throat> oh! I, I did forget to tell you, this is the uh, the oolong today, the oolong tea. Good stuff here, and that is called Misturada, Misturada, uh, Airto Moriera composition, uh, I, which I don't recognize, but uh, I'm glad they picked the tune. Speaking of uh, tunes that have um, Oh, South American roots to it. How about this from Aster Piazzolla's pen, the La Muerta del Angel. La Muerta del Angel. This is actually a Russian, Yulia Musayelian. Yulia Musayelian. Yeah, I know, that's a mouthful. She's a violinist, a fabulous violinist. Check out her new album entitled Oblivion. Thank you. 
I did say that she was a violinist, right? <laughs> you gotta love being on the radio sometimes. Flautist, flautist, Yulia Musayelian. Musayelian. Wow, I hope I got that even close. Fabulous player, though, clearly. La Muerta de Angel from the Oblivion album. That is brand new from her, and I am sure we're going to be hearing a lot more of that in the weeks to come. Music from a very different kind of guitarist, Skip Grasso, here, along with Phil Rovida, their ensemble, the new album, Jagged Spaces. Ensemble. That's called The Homecoming from the brand new album Jagged Spaces from their quartet. This also brand new, just got this one in. Mike Scott. Guitarist Mike Scott. More guitar for you. Collecting Things, the new album. Derek Olds handling this bass line. Joe Bag on piano and Jake Reed on the drums. This is a Mike Scott fun composition called Boom Diddle It. from Mike Scott. Mike Scott. His album Collecting Things, that is called Boom Diddle It. <laughs> Having a little bit of fun with that. Moving along to, let's see, where's, oh yeah, this one. Catching a lot of ears and getting national airplay already. Should be showing up on the charts this week. Brand new release from Lisa Hilton. Her new album More Than Another Day.
Tracy Hilton focusing mostly on her trio setting in this album, More Than Another Day, brand new music, and again focusing on mostly original music. This is her composition called Retro Road Trip. Brand new from Lisa Hilton, sure to be hitting the chart uh, next week. Uh, you know, stay with us because <laughs> uh, well, I'm sure we'll hear that on the countdown next week. Got a couple more birthdays to celebrate before we leave you in hour number one. Two remarkable, influential, and historic, even legendary jazz saxophonists. Ooh, this is good stuff. The late pianist Junior Mance, who just passed away, what, a week or two, two weeks ago? Something like that, three weeks ago? With George DeVivier, Jimmy Cobb, and being led by the legendary Sonny Stitt from 1982. away that very year. Born 1924 on the 2nd of February, Groundhog Day 1924. Actually born in Boston, raised in Saginaw, Michigan. Legendary player. It was said by many that he played identically to Charlie Parker and maybe even faster and cleaner at times than Charlie Parker, but was never influenced by Charlie Parker, at least so Sonny said. And, um... (laughs) You know, well, you got it. Well, okay, that's what he said, and maybe so. He was never influenced by Bird, but boy, was he a premier bebopper. Here's another saxophonist with a birthday on Groundhog Day, February 2nd, 1927, from Philadelphia. The late Stan Getz, like we rarely hear him. with Benny Bailey there and a Scandinavian sextet swinging real hard on Honeysuckle Rose. Stan Getz, who would have been 94 tomorrow, or on Tuesday rather. 
Hour number two of Jazzing Around is just ahead. Stay with us. More birthdays to celebrate, more brand new things, and a Jazz Week countdown chart. Podcasting services for Jazzin' Around with David J are provided by ASP Station on the web at www.aspstation.net. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. You're not wired to have a response to this sound. But when we introduce a new stimulus, save the food. We're helping to stop food waste. Save the food. For tips and recipes, visit savethefood.com. Brought to you by NRDC and the Ad Council. Getting back started here, hour number two, Jazz It Around, as we celebrate the birthday of John Handy. Particularly at the time. Music from the mid-60s. John Handy. From the group that made us such a sensation in that uh, 65, 66 Monterey Jazz Festival. Uh, They talk about Texas tenors. Uh, John Handy, better known as an altoist, although he does does play tenor and baritone, soprano. He plays the saxophones and, and the wind instruments. But best known as an altoist, and a very progressive one. Heard there with Michael White at the Jazz Fiddle, Mike Knock 
on piano, too. Kiwi, Mike Knock. A very, very progressive sound. And swinging one. Three and one. That's a John Handy original from the album entitled Projections. Happy birthday, I believe, 90... No, 80... 88. 88. Uh, this coming Wednesday uh, for John Handy. Former member of the... Uh, Charles Mingus Jazz Workshop in the 50s, um, and again, had his own quartets on and off, uh, working with Bobby Hutchison at some times, too, I think, and um, Chico Hamilton, I think, at times as well. Uh, pretty much a San Francisco kind of guy, been teaching at University of St- Stanford University, San Francisco State, and others. Um, I probably guess he's retired, and uh, I'm not, not even sure if he's well and been playing, but um, he'll be, what is he, 88 this coming Wednesday, this week. David J. here, moving around with you in our number two, Jazzing Around. Uh, got our Jazz Week chart to do for you here shortly. And man, we got a pile of them. Most of the Jazz Week chart for you, including all the way up to number one. This one goes way back. We did the earlier... Um, couple of birthdays, James P. Johnson, earlier we did uh, his birthday, and also did Isham Jones, both born in the late, uh, in the mid-1890s. This birthday, going back as well to the late, to the late 1890s in Memphis, known at the time as Lil Harding, eventually known as Lil Armstrong, Louis Armstrong's wife, pianist, co-band leader, and she became quite a, a mover and a shaker as an agent, manager, producer, as well as a pianist, composer, and bandleader, the multi-talented Lil Armstrong, as we know her today. Here's one of her lasting pieces, redone up really well by the Manhattan Transfer. Tell me you be true, and say you love me too. Lil Armstrong's piece from decades and decades ago, probably close to 100 years ago now, right? Nothing could be hotter. The Manhattan Transfer just scorching it with that one. Janice Siegel and her amazing vocal on the Alan Paul lyric to the Lil Armstrong piece. 
And uh, we, we heard him a little bit in there as well, too. From the 2003 album Couldn't Be Hotter, from live in Tokyo, December of 2000. Gosh, man. Yeah, that's another thing. You can see Manhattan Transfer online, YouTube videos, their own videos, uh, on TV over the years, many televised performances. But if you've... <laughs> If you've not seen Manhattan Transfer and experienced them live in person, mm-mm. Now, that's a, that's a whole other thing. That is a way another level. Way another level. Nothing could be hotter. Happy birthday to the memory of the late Lil Armstrong. Or, again, at the time, uh, Lil Harding <laughs> Armstrong, who she became later up. I don't think she and uh, Louis, I don't think their marriage lasted a lifetime. I think eventually they ended up divorcing, although I think she still played a, an important role in his career. Uh, she might have been a manager or a producer for uh, Lewis and, and provided compositions and arrangements as well, too, for the band. And uh, worked as kind of a house pianist for Decca Records for many, many years. Passed away in 1971. The late, great Lil Armstrong music there. We just noted for you last last week, right, or two weeks ago, the passing of the great Sammy Nestico. What a sad boy. I, just, I mean, I know he was 90, what, 90-something? 90 Still, a guy with so much sunshine to bring to the world, sad to see him go no matter what age. From a recent recording, fairly recent recording, 2016, with the U.S. Army Jazz Ambassadors. Sammy Nestico music here as we now celebrate the late Seministico on his birthday this week, this coming Saturday. One of the nicest and most pleasant, happiest and most uh, enjoyable cats ever in the music. Sammy Nestico with the U.S. Army Jazz Ambassadors from the Sammy Sessions of just a few years ago, from, nine, uh, from 2016. It's called Cell Talk, as in cell phone talk. Kind of got that, got that impression there, too. His birthday... This coming Saturday, it would have been this coming Saturday. He would have been, wow, 97. Yeah, that's right. He would have been 97. Also sharing a birthday with the late Natalie Cole as well. One of Sammy's good friends, Natalie's dad, of course, Nat King Cole, with whom Sammy worked. Coffee time, my dreamy friend, it's coffee time. Let's listen to some jazz and rhyme. And have a cup of coffee Let me show A little coffee house I know Where all the new bohemians go To have a cup of coffee Green and time 
is beating time It's good old-fashioned meeting time So grab a chair and dig me there Cause that's just the place that I'm at Coffee time My dreamy friend, it's coffee time Let's sing this silly little rhyme And have a cup of coffee this coming Saturday, not only the birth dates of Sam Inesco and Natalie Cole, but also guitarist John Pisano, uh, the longtime trombonist, arranger, composer, uh, lesser known but really important, Tom McIntosh, Baltimore native. It'd be He's, what, 90, or will be 93 this coming Saturday. An NEA jazz master as well from the year 2008. Good thing they did that because it really raised his profile and made him a little more appreciated. Uh, certainly not as much as he deserved, but much more. Also, birthday to one of our regional longtime acquaintances, Neil Stalnecker, trumpeter, educator, arranger, um, worked, with, uh, worked with Joe Wilder for a n- number of years, but relocated to uh, Tokyo back in 98. I think he's still there, working at the Senzoku College of Music, a longtime member of the uh, U.S. Navy Commodores jazz band as well in D.C. for a number of years. So happy birthday to Neil as well this week. We do have a notable passing to uh, make mention of and to remember the passing of the late pianist, composer, and uh, purveyor of jazz musical sunshine, Vince Caraldi. That's one thing to be entertaining. It's one thing to even be an important performer. But it's another to change the world with your music. Vince Garoldi certainly did that. I hope he knew that before he passed away. 1976. My goodness. 45 years ago this coming Saturday. Unfortunately, Vince Garoldi died in what would have been, would likely have been mid-career for him. Uh, every time I see this notation, I just, I, it really, uh, it just kind of shakes me. He was 47 when he passed away. Why, wow, he had so much more music like that to share with us. Uh, the Linus and Lucy theme, of course, from the Charlie Brown Christmas specials. The late Vince Garoldi, 45 years ago this year. Mm-mm. In fact, this coming Saturday. David J. here to jazz around with you. Let's see. I think we got a couple more new things that we uh, still hadn't had a chance to play for you. We wanted to make sure you caught before you left us here. Guitarist Larry Newcomb putting his son, the bassist, in the family on feature. Producing an album 
of the Larry Newcomb Quartet featuring his son, Jake, on the bass. Here doing Oscar Pettiford's Trichotism. Sounds like Jake's going to do all right for himself. Dad, Larry Newcomb, overseeing the recording. The album title is actually appropriately called Love Dad. Larry Newcomb with son Jake at the bass on trichotism there. One last one. Brand new one for you, Henry Robinette's second volume of Jazz Standards. shelf album like this is good stuff from a guy who's been around the studios a long time hasn't hasn't chosen the route of high profile guitarist but certainly a very respected one Henry Robinette pulling out some recordings from 20 years ago from the year 2000 and finally releasing them with his working quartet at the time and uh, it could happen it could happen to you Johnny Burke Jimmy Van Heusen co-composition Noting that uh, Jimmy Van Heusen passed away also on January, uh, February the 6th, 1990. Wow, 30, 31 years ago now. He was 77. Provided a lot of music for America, the late Jimmy Van Heusen. David J. here, moving along with it. It is the Jazz Week chart. Time for us to focus on the chart. My goodness, my goodness. Coming in at album number 48, holding down the top 50. Mantilla from his Rebirth album. On his last recording session for the Rebirth album that's called the Philly Mambo. The late Ray Manti, another victim of COVID-19, unfortunately. Coming in at album number 47, John Beasley from his Grammy-nominated album. John Beasley's Monk Estra plays music of John Beasley. (laughs) ¶¶ 
Dragon on the trombone. And Bob Shepard there actually on bass clarinet. Mm. Oh man, days like this that a good cup of quality brewed tea just really comes in just right. That's our oolong here today for you. Please have another cup. John Beasley's Monk Estrad album 47 coming in at a tie at album 42, Ella. Here I go again, here I go again, here I go again, here I go again, taking a chance, taking a chance. Taking a chance on love Here I slide again About to take that ride again Sorry I'd again Taking a chance on love I thought that car would frame up I never would try But now I'm taking the game up And the ace of hearts is high Things are mending now a rainbow blending now We'll have our happy ending now Taking a chance on love Oh, lady You know, you could listen to Ella Fitzgerald Records probably for the next <laughs> what year year on edge and not get tired of them uh, What a pure uh, They're just no words She's just perfect Really, I mean perfect Not good Not even just great not above average. Uh, just perfect. Absolutely perfection. Ella Fitzgerald from 1962, The Lost Berlin Tapes, Taking a Chance on Love. And once again, coming back to our earlier theme about live versus, you know, watching stuff virtually on YouTube and TV, essentially, and so on. Yeah, I'm sure watching Ella, you know, anything real that was recorded is quite the experience, but ain't nothing. Not even close when she's on stage. And I've been able to witness that a couple of times, fortunately. Sharing the spot on album number 42, something really different for him and brand new from guitarist Lee Rittenauer. This is Starlight.
much totally unexpected. Solo and acoustic guitar of Lee Rittenauer, Captain Fingers. That's called Starlight from his new album, The Dream Catcher, also at number 42. One more sharing that position on the chart. Well, you talk about a master of many genres, Chick Corea. Playing Mozart from the album Chick Corea Plays. He might be an NEA jazz master. I think Mozart would be very pleased at what he did. Chick Corea on Mozart's Piano Sonata from the Chick Corea Plays album at 42 this week. More music from Florida. More great jazz from Florida coming up. From UCF, the Flying Horse Big Band. Honoring Ray Charles and his music. Jazz it up, the Ray Charles hit What I Say There, the Flying Horse, big band with the album Florida Rays at 41. Coming back from 1959, never before released, Art Blakey Jazz Messengers Music. Bobby Timmons doing a solo on his own tune entitled Quick Trick. 
with the Lee Morgan Hank Mobley edition of the Jazz Messengers. Issued for the very first time, it made it up into the top ten earlier. That's actually made it into the top five uh, earlier, and it's still on the charts six months later. The enduring legacy of that music. The U.S. Airmen of Note Band with a new recording making the charts at 38. military jazz bands are just <laughs> first class. But there's just something special about the U.S. Airmen of Note Band, right? From their Jazz Heritage Series, Volume 1 there, Freddie Hubbard's tune, Thermo, with special guest Christian McBride, actually. He doesn't feature clarinet on the entire album, but he is on this particular piece. Eddie Daniels with Bob James and Dave Grusin. This is called Ivante from the Night Kisses album. Former top 10 album, 36 this week. Yvante from Eddie Daniels, working along with Bob James and Dave Grusin on the new album Night Kisses. Coming in at album 30, the former guitarist turned bandleader, composer, arranger, Peter Leach, with his new life orchestra, doing Spring This Year. of the orchestra this time, directing Spring Is Here with his arrangement from the New Life album at number 30. Got a tie here at number 28 with a former number one album on the chart. KC Jazzman Bobby Watson. Thank you. 
former messenger Bobby Watson, alto great professor as well these days now. Title tune, his own composition, Keeping It Real, former number one edition on the chart, 28 this week. Coming in at album 28 alongside of him, a former top five album, also has spent at least five months on the chart. Pianist Harold Lopez Nusa. Title tune of his album, Telo Die. session, I'm assuming. <laughs> Taylor D.A., album 28. Marking it halfway up the chart already here at number 19 last week, 25 this week. The Spanish Harlem Orchestra. From their album, The Latin Jazz Project, this is Bobo. here, what, two years ago, I think, for the uh, street, the Pittsburgh Street Jazz Festival. Really good, man, they had a killer band. That's called Bobo from the Latin Jazz Project at 25. Coming in at album 23, Young Vibus Joel Ross. Vibest Joel Ross with Emmanuel Wilkins on alto sax with him. That's called Gato's Gift from the album Who Are You at album 23. Kind of surprised this one hasn't made it into the top 10. George Benson's Weekend in London recording done at Ronnie Scott's club. Here are the days when you could have live jazz like 2019, right? Thank <laughs> you. 
crowd pleaser, still the master at what he does, George Benson, doing his cruise control at Roddy Scott's in London, album 22. Coming in at album 21, the Dr. Eddie Henderson. Oh, digging this one. Shuffle on, Eddie, shuffle on. Title tune from his album Shuffle and Deal with Kenny Barron and Donald Harrison. Kind of, kind of a variation on the New Orleans shuffle thing there. That's called Shuffle and Deal. I don't know, Eddie. Never met him, but I suspect he's maybe a card player. Huh? Maybe a kind of a card sharp there. Eddie Henderson, uh, album 21 this week, former number three album previously. David J. here jazzing around with, you know, it's uh, not much going on uh, on the Festival Watch, or for that matter, on the live music watch anyway. But we do urge you to, you know, support those jazz festivals that at least have some virtual contact to them, even if they're archival material or currently live material that they stream to you. I mean, you know, we got to contribute to live jazz musicians no matter which way we can, when we can. I've heard a date set for the Newport Jazz Festival of July 31st, July 30th, 31st, and August 1st. They have no activities actually planned yet, so stay tuned, but who knows, it's August. We'll see if there's a more limited kind of schedule somehow. And a few other jazz festivals are kind of murmuring about doing a few more things here and there, perhaps later in the summer or fall. We'll try to put some of that information together and get that to you in these next few weeks if we can. Otherwise, like me, my friend, please, just hang in there sooner or later. It'll be back on stage, concert halls, festivals, nightclubs, cafes. We'll eventually get it back soon, we hope. Look at the top 10, top 20, rather, all the way up into number one on the Jazz Week chart. The only place you'll hear that here, of course. We'll do that when we return in a moment. Keeping your distance from others helps reduce the spread of COVID-19. Stay at least two meters or six feet away from others inside your home when someone has or thinks they have COVID-19 and outside your home in indoor or outdoor spaces when you are around people who do not live in your household. When enjoying time with others, remember to stay at least two meters or six feet away from others. Wear a mask, wash your hands often or use hand sanitizer, and stay out of crowded places if possible. To learn more, visit cdc.gov coronavirus. Let's not forget America's veterans. Log on to thankyouveterans.org and write a note of thanks to someone who served our country. 
a public service of Paralyzed Veterans of America. An album that's done really well for him. Gotten into the top ten, peaking at number six previously. Pianist Alan Broadbent with I Wonder Why. on bass, Billy Mintz on the brushes there. The album is called Trio in Motion. That's I Wonder Why. Album 17. Coming at album 16, the former number 5 album on the chart from drummer Joe Farnsworth. Here's some monk music for you. drummer Joe Farnsworth, kind of leading the trio that time with Kenny Barron and Peter Washington, quite a trio to lead. The album called Time to Swing. Coming at album 15 and like the hottest record on the chart this week, Corey Weeds with his quintet, with tenor sax player Eric Alexander next to him on Mr. Lucky. of Eric Alexander there, actually. Altoist, producer, nightclub owner, record label <laughs> producer, Corey Weeds and company. A little Mr. Lucky from his newest album, O Solomio. It's, wow, scorched up, to, just shot right up there. Number 15. Coming in at album 14, the delightful and multi-talented Brandy Diesterheft. Passing up some Joe B music you don't often hear, it's called Surfboard. 
title tune of her latest album. bassist, composer, arranger, Brandy Diesterheft from the Surfboard album number 14 this week. Coming in at album 12, the former number 3 album earlier, vocalist Kenny Washington from his album What's the Hurry? You and your smile Hold a strange invitation Somehow it seems We've shared our dreams But where Time after time In a room Full of strangers Out of the blue Suddenly you Peter Michael there. Peter Michael Escovedo Doing that tasty bongo work not surprising. No. Coming in at album number 11 and fresh off Grammy nomination time. Christian McBride's big band for Jimmy West and Oliver. few years in jazz, Christian McBride at the bass, leading the big man, along with Joey D, Mark Whitfield, and Quincy Phillips doing the drums work for Jimmy West and Oliver album 11. Conrad Herwig, his Latin side series, this album dedicated to music of Horace Silver. sure what he's better at doing. Playing the trombone, coming up with inventive arrangements, or leading a great band. Conrad Herwig with his Latin side of Horace Silver. That's a little touch of Silver Serenade. Coming in at album nine and a former number one album on the charts. 
Four weeks at number one earlier. Four months on the chart overall. Artemis and their goddess of the hunt. Excellent, excellent work from drummer and composer there, Allison Miller. Also with Ingrid Jensen, Anat Cohen, Rini Rosnes, the whole crew on Artemis from the album of the same name. Coming in Lucky 7 this week, it's the outtakes from the original Time Out Sessions, the Brubeck Quartet. This one that didn't make the original album, I'm in a Dancing Mood. From the timeout sessions, these are the outtakes to the timeout sessions from 1959, the original stuff. Most of it not released before, of course. Coming in at album number six, guitarist Peter Bernstein. Former number four, Peking album. The album title, What Comes Next? This, the title tune. Sullivan Fortner on piano, Peter Bernstein from What Comes Next. Coming in at album number five, pianists, composer, band leader, George Kahn. Music from his new album, The Dream Catcher. The other album entitled The Dream Catcher out these days. Alex Acuna, Pat Kelly 
on guitar, too. George Kahn, music from Dreamcatcher. Kind of a surprise album up at number five this week. Got a two-way tie here at album four. We've got the Yellow Jackets from their XL album. Spent a couple of weeks at number one previously. This is called Downtown. Jackets combined with the WDR Big Band of Germany, huh? About that. Bob Mincer, Russ Ferrandi and Company, the Jackets. <laughs> the other album, number four, another former number one album for three weeks running. Gregory Porter's All Rise. of paradise Come say what you will You plant your signs in the minds of children The ones that don't know the names of their gods You merchants of paradise Someday they're going to live their lives in peace. Mm. Oh, the soulful social commentary of Gregory Porter on All Rise, album four this week. That's Merchants of Paradise. Chicago, Chicago's soul from Javon Jackson. His album Deja Vu. Javon Jackson, that's a Cedar Walton tune called In the Kitchen. Coming in at album number two this week for the second week running. Pianist, composer Emmett Cohen. His album Future Stride, not past, not older stride, Future Stride. It's a piece called You Already Know.
Emmett Cohen with his quintet on the album Future Shock. The runner-up this week, number two. Ooh. Coming in at album number one for the second week in a row now. Pianist Eric Reed with his quartet. Featuring Chris Lewis on tenor sax. This is called Western Rebellion. today's vibes, I guess you'd call it. Eric Reed, recording this just this past year, he calls it for such a time as this, music to lift us. That's called Western Rebellion, album number one for the third week. I'm corrected on here, the third week in a row. So we did it. We made it all the way up to number one here once again. Enjoyed your company, as always. Hope you'll be back again next week. Maybe bring a friend, too. We'll have another extra seats here for them, too. And plenty of food on our much-talked-about buffet table here. Have yourself a great swinging week. I want to thank you for being here. I want to thank our great partner radio stations, WNJR, WSPR, KWLC, Boston Free Radio, and WWFM. Jazz on two. Super thanks to the folks that have gotten us through for 15 years of podcasting. Folks at ASP Station. Find out more about them at ASPStation.net. Do have yourself a great week. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Keep on swinging. We'll see you next. We go jazzing around. Podcasting services for Jazzin' Around with David J. are provided by ASP Station on the web at www.aspstation.net. <laughs> <laughs>